Amen. We are invited at this table because at this table, sin is no more and grace abounds. You may have a seat, and if you need to do so, you can grab a communion element. They're right there in the center aisles. As we come to this table, I want to read to you from the Gospel of Mark. From there, he set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there, yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came down and bowed down at his feet. Another woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast a demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. And so she went home and she found her daughter, the child lying on the bed with the demon gone. Now you may be wondering, why in the world is she reading that text today? If you want to go through all the nuances of that scripture, then you're going to have to come back in these next weeks to learn more. Today, what I hear this morning in this scripture is that the children eat first. The children eat first. And why that's interesting is because over and over again, scripture tells us the very opposite thing that the world tells us all the time. Have you ever been on an airplane and the flight attendant is telling you all the emergency procedures and they always say, whatever you do, put all of this stuff and apparatus all on top of you and then deal with all of the children around you. You know that drill. The world always tells us to take care of ourselves first when scripture tells us, take care of someone else first. Take care and let the children eat first. When the disciples were finished with their day, Jesus said, no, first you must feed the crowds with five loaves and two little fish. Whenever the disciples were tired and they wanted to rest, Jesus said, no, you must sit and you must pray for that crowd now. And now here we are around a table that symbolizes a time when Jesus could have saved every one else. He saved everyone over himself, even the ones that he knew would betray him. And so we come now as Jesus's friends. We come now as Jesus's people and we ask to be fed. And we ask for that same sense of grace and unmerited love and forgiveness that everyone else who's come to the table has claimed. And so now I will offer the words of the great Thanksgiving that so many have heard. Hear this now. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to God, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. So do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving in union with Christ's offering for us. We know that Christ has come 
We know that Christ has died and we know that Christ will come again. And it's in that power now that we pray together. Gracious and holy Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us gathered here and on this gift of communion. Make them be for us the body of Christ so that we may be for the world your people. Lord, we know that we are your sons and we are your daughters. And together we come to you ready to be good stewards of that, ready to act and ready to engage in a world. We want to be a part of your goodness. But we know that there are times this week when we may have failed and so we ask for forgiveness. And we also ask that you put new opportunities in front of us. So put those people who need a friend, put those people who need an embrace, put people who need your compassion and mercy in our path so that we may help. Lord, with all that's going on, help us to be the ones that build up this world and not break it down. For all of the hate and the violence and the fear and the worry, help us not to be those who are adding to the divisions, but to be the ones who are adding to reconciliation and to be the ones who are helping bring people back to you. And so may we, as a community of faith, may we, through the Holy Spirit, begin to be good stewards of our words, and of our actions, and of our behavior. Lord, be with all people who are sick, who are hurting, and who are grieving. And be with all people who are celebrating or transitioning to new places or new homes or just have birthdays or new children. Be with those moments that we are going through and help us to cherish them, whatever they may be, so that we may use them as points of joy and comfort later. And we ask all of this in the name of your Son that we pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.